Welcome back to Theology.fm. I'm your host, Jeremy Myers. As we head into another election here in the United States, the issue of gay marriage will likely become another issue that a lot of Christians are divided upon. And I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't really know where you stand on the issue, but I want to invite you to listen to today's discussion between Kathy Escobar and Carl Wheeler from their podcast, Faith Circus, in which they sort of provide a mindset or a framework for how to navigate the gay marriage issue as Christians. As you have discussions, and wherever you stand on the issue, as you have discussions with other people, with other Christians, or maybe even with friends, family who who are not Christians, about the issue of gay marriage, I really want to invite you to approach the issue the way Jesus did, with love. And I know, I know, I know, there's lots of people who out there are saying, yeah, but the truth is the best way to be loving. Well... That might be true, except that when your truth becomes unloving, then it also becomes untrue. If you cannot speak the truth in love, then it's very likely that your truth is not true at all. God's truth is always loving. And so if you're not able to have discussions about gay marriage with other people in in a way that's loving, then it's best probably to not have those conversations at all. Just back out of the conversation. That's my advice. But anyway... Kathy and Carl, they give their own suggestions, and I really liked the way they approached this entire issue of of discussing gay marriage. And I think that if you listen to their discussion on how to navigate the gay marriage issue, this will provide you with some good insights, good suggestions on how to navigate these discussions and navigate this issue itself as well in your own life, with your friends, with your family, with your neighbors, with co-workers at work, and especially if you have friends who are in the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual community. Um, that would be a, a good, good, this discussion is a good way to help you have uh, wonderful, loving discussions, friendships with, with other people as well who might differ with you on this issue. So uh, let's listen in as Carl and Kathy discuss this gay marriage issue. One of the issues that came up in our small little faith community was around the issue of gay marriage. So we're going to tell you a little bit about how that went down for us and some of the feelings we experienced. And one possible way you may consider navigating out of it if, um, if you're open to that. So why don't you have a better memory than me, so oh, you start. And then, you're going to make me start. Yeah. I was hoping you would start. Um, but I will say that uh, when we started the refuge almost 10 years ago, gay marriage wasn't really on the radar. You know, it wasn't. So I had, I've always had a lot of friends that are gay. You've had a lot of friends that are gay or some friends that are gay. And so that in the church and I was in recovery ministry for a long time and just, there were just a lot of people kind of finding their way. So that was kind of there, but we were never really confronted with the issue of marriage. Mm -hmm. And so, and you know, and we had conversations about it. There were people, the refuge has always held space for everybody together. 
And we've never had a doctrinal statement uh, like some communities, you know, choose to do. We just haven't. We've tried. Our thing was somehow we can kind of all be in it together. Right. And um, we didn't actually have that written down in a lot of places, but that was the ethos. Right. Don't you think? Well, yeah, and, and even to kind of expand on that, one of the reasons we have chosen, we have a what we believe so far kind of a document. It, it's really intentional because in our experience and our viewpoint, theology is supposed to also be somewhat evolving. So one of the dangers of doctrinal statements is that you you only refer back and that becomes sort of the arbitrator for hard conversations instead of talking about people and 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 in contempt put it in contemporary moment. Um, that's that's kind of that was my personal sort of opposition to a doctrinal statement. And it's not not that I'm opposed to the reality that we carry our doctrine, we are, which is just simply my this is what I think, but that that always needs to be open. And it needs to be written in pencil is the way I would say that. And so what's it's really interesting, because just this week I was with somebody and from another another faith community, and and his perspective on me as I relate to that community is he in some way made the statement, you know, you're a you're um you're a liberal. <laughs> and 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 that there's this perception of me as a liberal in within that context. Yeah. And then in my own context here, my my persona is that I'm and I'm kind of repping the conservatives and whatever that means. So the words are really strange. They're strange. I come from a somewhat more, I guess, typical, but that's not even fair, evangelical worldview. And so I, I do remember this is where it's so hard. I remember 25 years ago I was preaching. And, and I was accused of being liberal because at that time, it, it, I felt like my friends who were gay were being stigmatized and victimized. And it wasn't fair. What, how the world was treating people of same-sex attraction was really horrible. And I wanted to speak up against that and talk about that. And yet I've come to the, you know, my understanding of the scriptures is I, I'm not comfortable with same-sex people being in intimate sexual relationship. I don't know how else to say that. That's just not how I would understand the scripture. But I don't want to deprive somebody of their civil right or their view of the Bible or their own journey. But what happened with Kathy and I is our friends wanted um, to get married. They were same-sex and they wanted to get married. Mm-hmm. And I knew the day was coming and I do see it different than Carl. I was I knew that I knew it was going to come, and so when it came, it was not a surprise. Um, but I think the the hardest part. This is all a couple years ago. I knew after there was no way that I was going to say no, honestly, um, and I just couldn't. That would like violate, just like for you to marry somebody would violate something. To me, to not would violate something. And, um, so I, and I knew, uh oh, this is going to be really hard because not just Carl, there's, I mean, there's other people in our community and outside of the community that, um, you know, everyone, there's a wide range on this one. There's a wide range. And so, um, and especially then, and so I knew that, um, it was going to kind of rock things, but I'll be honest, I didn't know how much. 
Um, and so there were, there was just some really hard conversations, honestly. Um, and I don't think you really knew all the way until you were there. Like something shifted kind of too once you were there. Right. You, it felt like it got stronger for you that you were worried about sort of, is that what the refuge is going to be about and do and how are you as a leader here? And is that some of it, what was going on? Yeah, and it, it we're, 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 I think where it gets complicated, one is it, that marriage, as we experience that in our contemporary culture, I, I do see that those who choose to do marriage through the, um, through the lens of a faith community, that there is something about the faith community that is different because people could just get, you know, you can get civil. Now you can actually become civil. You can get married if you're gay people, you know, and you even for a long time here in the state of Colorado, where we are, you don't have to have a church do that. You, you know, two people can, two people that say they're married in the state of Colorado, they're pretty much married. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, I wasn't trying to dictate what all churches should do, but it did feel like, that's, you can hear it. My dilemma is what do I do as in my little faith community? How do I live in this tension? Because I can't endorse this, but I want to endorse them. I want to endorse my friends. I want them to know I love them. But this act, which in a church, there's something sacred about that. And it, and it, and it goes to a much bigger issue of sexuality, which is a hard conversation also. And I'm not sure it has, it's as black and white and clean as maybe I used to think it was. So it, it brought up a lot of those mm-hmm. feelings. Yeah. Well, and I think what's really tricky and it's really important to say is that there are really strong feelings in our community um, about this issue. And I would say that it, it definitely leans towards more people being supportive on the whole of Gay marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I'm not doing a poll or anything. I'm just saying that there is, you know, there's not, it wasn't like my little choice and I'm in a community of a bunch of people that disagree. We're a community that does hold these differences in tension. There's a range. Right. And so um, that, that piece is really important to say because there is a little sense of um, that thing inside of me that was just like, this is their community. This is, and I'm their pastor. I have been for a long time and you were too, but it was different because mm-hmm. I was there from the beginning um, of my friends coming out years and years ago. So it was different. And um, so one of the things that I think ended up happening, like this happens all the time, is you don't realize until you're in it. And what do you do when you're kind of toe to toe, you both feel clear and other people do too. We're just we're the ones in the room right now. But if you filled the whole room with other people, there'd be other opinions. Right. So that's really important to say. We're not representing our whole community. There's a wide range in there. Right. But um, but between me and you, it was like I can't give this up, and you were like I can't let this go. Mm-hmm. And um, both of us wanted the other one to do that. And, um, I think that was, that was actually the very first time because over the course of years, I mean, we've had a lot of trouble with some differing views and we bump up against, you know, the Bible, this Bible, that we'll talk more about that in future episodes. But the truth is, is that this one was where we we've submitted to each other before 
And this was one where I couldn't lay that down. And you couldn't, to honor your story, couldn't either. Right. And so, and if we took it to a vote, this is really important. If you took it to a vote, you would have lost the vote in terms of our structure. And that's really important to us not to vote. That's a big significant thing because a lot of churches vote. And, um, and I don't believe in that in this moment. I really don't. Um, I understand. I understand they have to, and there's different congregations are structured in certain ways. But ours is structured relationally. And so we had to hash it out. And I, I could have done that. And you could have done that, like force, force, force something. And we then instead decided, how do we navigate this? We went to our little team, then our next team, then our next team, then our whole community. And each step of the way, something significant happened that was exactly the same. Is the group said, you know what? This is really hard, you guys, but we want to be a place where we can hold these differences in tension. And that was a beautiful thing right. to me. Yeah, and what gets, you know, what's interesting is I know the, the topic itself can have all the heat. There are people who, who hold my perspective, but they hold it for all the wrong reasons. And there are people who hold your perspective, and in my opinion, hold it for all the wrong reasons. And there are people who hold the gay, the, who are pro-gay marriage that come to that decision using the same methodology that I would. And so that's one of the places where it gets a little complicated. You're, you're, you, you feel like you're talking about an issue, but you're, I think you're talking about a much bigger issue, which is how do you make these decisions? What influences? And that's where I think we had, it's not easy, but there's a sense in which we had to trust that in each other, that I had to trust that your, your conclusion was rooted in, in in a shared value that we have. And my conclusion was rooted in a shared value. And this is, this is the reality of, of being Jesus followers in the real world is we don't end up at exactly the same spot. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and it, it is, it is unique a little bit. I don't know this for sure, but my hunch is that as more the evangelical who lives as somewhat of a minority, I don't, not in, all the stigmas that go with my word, that word. I, I know that I, I don't have the skill for that. Like I didn't learn, you don't pick up how to live as a minority when you're in the predominantly dominant faith <laughs> culture. Right. Like that's, and, and it wasn't by choice. I just didn't know there were other options. It was us and them. And I've always been what felt like on the winning team. Mm-hmm. And, so it, you know, so it touches all these things that hopefully this faith circus journey will be able to hit over time. Yeah, no, and I remember that because I do believe, I believe this really strongly. It's one of the reasons why I stayed in on this conversation because it was hard. And, you know, we've both gotten a lot of flack for our positions in different ways because, um, you know, my friends who are gay, like how, how it, it makes the refuge sometimes a little harder, just a little bit. Um, there's this other piece, like, what does that mean for other friends? There was this thing, like, if you're going to stand, you got to stand all the way. What I loved in those conversations, though, is that my friends said, I said, what am I supposed to do? We didn't know this when we started. Am I supposed to just ditch Carl and move on? No. And, um, and you know what they said? No, you're not. And so that's a difference between 
sort of policies or doctrinal statements or whatever the things that are votes is there was something about, well, it changed. We were confronted with it and now we have to figure it out versus something clean. And then for Carl, you know, being, even though other people might think that he's liberal in other places here, that's a difference that we have. And so, you know, what are you doing with those people that throw out the Bible and don't value the scriptures and la-di-da-di-da. And so, yeah, we've taken hits for it. That's right. Well, and it makes me think (coughs) one other thing um, uh, really quick. Oh, gosh, I think I lost it. So go. Okay. Well, well, I I think what will be, what's interesting is we're not going to, we're not, we're not going to spend any time dissecting how we came to our conclusions or anything like that. But I can reflect back on the feelings and, and it doesn't matter what that topic is. If you're going to want to live in a big tent, you're going to have to, you're going to be confronted with feelings of, you're going to get angry. You're going to get mad. And, and it's hard to know where that's coming from. And, you know, anger is just hard anyhow. And what is that? And, and as I rooted some of that out, it was this, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. Like, I was just, I think I'm mad at God. I'm mad at God. I'm mad at Jesus that this wasn't cleaner. This wasn't simpler. Now, looking back, that's probably part of his plan. But in the moment, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just trying to think back. And, 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 and mad's maybe not the right, but, you know, that frustration and that, that tension. Gosh, it's just miserable. And how, how hard it is to live with that. And then my own, and then having to confront issues of control. I, I, I just want to bring a bigger Bible and I want to win the argument and then we move on. <laughs> yeah. And it used to be that clear. Yeah. You know, it used to be that clear because we came from the same place. You know, mm-hmm. I know how clear it used to be. Um, and I really do think that, I mean, I, I, I my mad isn't, wasn't really all at God. My mad was at you. Um, because I was just like, come on, can I just let this go? <laughs> like, that's what I felt like inside. Right. And it'd be so much easier if you would just let it go and come over. Honestly, I'm just being honest. Sure. Come over to my side. Right. It's easier. And it's, it feels freer to me. It feels freer, but that's not fair. And so I'm learning that that was not fair. I'm just telling you the real feeling. Yeah. But it's not fair. And one of the things that we do have to do in the body is respect that we come, we, re- we can read the same scriptures. This is one thing. This is why I personally am not a big arguer of scripture a lot of times because you, can, you just can go, 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 go and not get anywhere. Because you can read the same things and come to different conclusions. And I personally like that. But it's a mind bender when you come from when you when you come from a tradition where there was one right, very clear answer. And um, my eyes and my heart, something stirred in me, got open to the possibility that people could see the scriptures differently and not be less of a Christian. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's the big rub here. Yeah. For sure. I remember, too, I don't think you were there, but we were at our house of refuge, and a friend visited, and um, he was kind of practicing being honest about his story, and so he shared um, that he was gay, and he had come from a really strong Christian background, and these people were visiting the group, and they were lovely. They were wonderful, but they were flipped out. They called me the next day. What do you guys believe here? I need to know what you believe. 
And I said, you know, I hear you. I understand it's, it's heavy when you're not used to that. But it's really important to know that there are people who see the scriptures different than you. It was such a good conversation that I could feel, you know, and they came a few more times. They ended up moving away. But, you know, that I remember that that was maybe one of the first times they had thought through that just a teeny bit. Right. Because in the world that they came from, there was really just one way. And I respect that. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering for our friends that are listening, if you're identifying, if you're feeling some tension, because that's what we, <laughs> I, I honestly, I would yeah. hope you would. Yeah. And, um, and we're happy, you know, you, you can go online. It, we'll, we'll dialogue some of this. You'll, you'll see some of the um, uh, places where you can make comments. And, and again, we wanted to have some kind of a conversation. Um, but this is uh, Faith Circus with Kathy Escobar and Carl Wheeler. And we're really grateful that you were here for our Big Tent High Wire conversations about faith, church, and life without a net. So that was Carl and Kathy discussing the issue of gay marriage, and especially, more importantly, it's not exactly gay marriage itself, but more, more importantly, how to navigate the, the issue of gay marriage with, with other people with whom we're friends. And I, I really liked the way they approached overall the issue. And it's not just gay marriage, but any issue on which you have disagreements with other Christians. The principles and ideas that they provided in this discussion, I think, are going to take you a long way in allowing you to have loving and thoughtful and careful discussions with other people about almost any topic. And this is going to be so important as we go into this year's election. There's a lot of divisive language and rhetoric being thrown out by people on both sides of the aisle. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, a liberal, a conservative, or you know, constitutionalist, or whatever you might want to call yourself. Please, 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 as we go into this election, Follow the principles and ideas that Carl and Kathy have suggested here so that we can have loving, Christ-like, Jesus-centered, unifying conversations about almost any topic. And in this way, our lives will be able to reflect that of Jesus Christ. That ultimately is the goal of all theology and theological discussion, Bible study, anyway, right? So that our lives, our theology, our discussions, our character, our behavior— can look more and more like Jesus Christ. I hope that's your goal. It definitely is my goal with this Theology.fm podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this discussion. And again, based on what Carl and Kathy have said, as you move forward today, next week, this year, into the election, may your life and theology continue to look more and more like Jesus Christ. <laughs>